Thank you for tuning in to the Recovery Room Podcast. In case you didn't already know, my name is Nefertiri P. Smalls, and I'm your podcast host. In this podcast, we talk about how to move from your now to your next as it pertains to emotional trauma. And listen, every step matters. So be sure you go back and listen to the previous podcast so you can all make sure that wholeness is inevitable and getting stuck is impossible. Let's go ahead and get started on this week's podcast. Hello, my recovery room family. I am hoping that you are receiving the notification about this podcast or stopping to listen to this next episode at the time that you need it the most. Over the last couple of weeks, we talked a bit about understanding that there is work that needs to be done. And sometimes knowing that you need to do the work and not sure of where to begin to do the work can be just as frustrating. But the fact that you keep showing up in this space is definitely an indicator to yourself, no matter when you get this, whether you get it the day that it releases a year from now, three years from now, you'll definitely hear it at a time when you need to the most. And the beautiful thing about it is you can always go back and listen to it as many times as you need. Now, I want to talk today about those that have pushed their way through the most adverse situations to get to places that they could only have dreamed of. And maybe you are well on your way in that journey and haven't gotten to the place where you want to be as of yet. But what you do know is that you did not allow what you have experienced in life to cause you to be crippled to the point where you were going to stop in your journey. I also want to speak to those who've experienced great tragedy, no matter where you've identified those places of loss those places that were so difficult, you didn't even know if you had the strength to pull yourself out of the bed. Or it was just one of those moments where it didn't matter where you were, you could not stop the tears from rolling down your cheeks because you were so consumed by what you were facing. I wanna applaud you. I wanna commend you that you are still believing greater than where you started out. You've defied the odds, and that says a lot about you. I've always held truth to the statement that the beauty doesn't come in the fact that you have fallen down. The absolute beauty of any situation is in the fact that you keep getting up. And that's what's most important. I want you to know, before we get into the nitty gritty on today, I want you to know that those are great marks of your life that you want to begin to look at because before we can count up where we need to go oftentimes we are stuck in what we did not accomplish sometimes we are dismayed because of what others have thought about us and said about us but i want you to know that having a great vision of where you're headed is going to be essential in this place But I want to speak to those who are leaders on today. You know that you're making great impact. 
You've already determined that your life is not going to be left to the things that you have lost along the way. However, decisions are made as you continue to pursue in life. And the worst thing that you could do is to forget about those things that you've experienced. Now, let me bring some clarity to that. When I say forget about the things that you've experienced, I mean to not deal with them at all. I'm talking about stepping over the heaping piles of what you have experienced and never going through what actually and never going through what you actually experienced in that place. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. The moments when you recognize that you're going to take on the weight of responsibility and daily life and chores and be there for everyone else until you are so consumed with what you have going on that you recognize that you never faced what you experienced. This would be what I identified as the seesaw effect. Now, I haven't been to very many playgrounds over the past few years, but one of the greatest features during my childhood days was a seesaw. There was a beeline from the time that we opened the door to get to the playground for people who wanted to get on the seesaw. And I'm sure they have them at different locations, but the one where I grew up, it was a wooden board that allowed for one child to sit on one end and on the end where you sat was a metal contract bolted into that wood that allowed you to place your hands on to hold on. And on the very opposite end was the very same thing, but it was kept by a metal piece that met in the middle of the board that allowed one person to thrust the other person up in the air while they went down and back up and down you would go. Now when I think about that, that was pretty dangerous back in the day, but there was no fear factor for us. We took the time to bounce up and down. You're the one that determines what's going up and what's going down. On one side of that seesaw is the childhood trauma that you hope that you would forget about. That because you have now leveled up in life, you got the most elite soups and forget about it. They don't have to be name brand. You just look good when you're wearing it. You're driving what you believe to be your best out of the all the many things that you've gone through. And you're going from meeting to meeting, impacting person to person. And that's what you're supposed to do. And on the other side of that seesaw, this is you and your greatest. You have looked so far in the future. You know exactly where you want to be. You've set goals. You've given yourself clarity. But the thing that becomes difficult is because you're hoping that you're going to outrun what you've experienced There's also a sense of failure because you've got to complete the goals that you've put on your list. Now, there's nothing wrong with setting goals. The unhealthy part about dealing with the things that you have gone through is when you don't deal with them, you create a bigger monster for who you hope to become. And when you're standing in the middle of this board, your goal is to level out 
to make sure that no one sees the fears and the overwhelming amount of work that you have for where you're headed. But you're also hoping that nobody also sees the things that you've covered up along the way. See, this is when things get very difficult because if you're not careful, you're carrying the weight of your past and your future with no idea of what you're going to do to really get to total freedom. Last week, I gave you a task as you are identifying some key things in your life to make sure you're putting in the necessary work. This week, we have another task. I want you to identify what areas you may not have dealt with, but also what burdens you may have placed on yourself for where you're going. As I looked up some information, understanding what this weight of responsibility and the weight of unresolved past issues could look like, I recognize that this is where many people find themselves burnt out. Now, there's so many things that this entails. One of the greatest things that I've recognized over the years is one of the things that keeps people in this seesaw effect is fear. And this fear resonates in more than one way. Fear of people knowing what you've gone through to the point where you feel like what they think about you will change. But guess what? Those things that happen to you do not define who you are. And I'm not saying get a bullhorn and announce it to the world. But if you're not careful, you'll mask things that need to be exposed in the right environment. So fear of people knowing what you've gone through is definitely something that you want to identify. The other area of fear is one that says, if I acknowledge what I have faced, then it will speak to the fact of what others said that I will not become. That is another wall that you want to bring down. Because the scripture tells us in Proverbs 18 and 21 that the power of life and death is in your tongue. The decisions you make concerning those you lead and how you lead are truly impacted by what you believe about yourself. And not just what you believe about yourself, but the things that you've endured along the way. When you begin to face your own fears, you won't have to announce to those that you lead of the inner work that you're doing. It'll show up in your leadership. And when you're taking the time to do the necessary work on the inside, it shows. It shows in the way that you love. It shows in the way that you set up healthy boundaries for how you're going to do the work. It shows in your humility when you're serving others. Fear is no factor for you. Isaiah 41 and 10 tells us, Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. I will strengthen you. And yes, I will help you. You see, others may only see your style of leadership. But what I'm concerned about 
is you running your life on all cylinders, not sitting still long enough to acknowledge that you actually never healed. You finding yourself so emotionally frazzled that you don't know your end from your beginning. And you going, quote unquote, hard in the paint. Even though these are nice gestures of saying, I want to ask you today, are you really okay? Is your leadership covering up the fact that you definitely need to take some time for you? You see, the seesaw was fun when we were kids, but it will actually lead to your demise in your role in leadership as an adult. When you work to heal past trauma, you become even more impactful to those that you serve. It was no easy feat to get to where you are in life with your consistency and God's help and divine steps for you. You've made it to this point. Yeah, (laughs) there were some things that were designed to break you. And sometimes those things were coined in the people that you find near and dear to your heart. But it's a new season. And more than pushing yourself through difficult times, I want you to stop long enough to recognize and give yourself permission to heal. I challenge you to do the hard work. I want to pray for you. You're definitely in a safe space. And I want to see you get from your now to your next. And doing it with permission. Not because you've ran yourself into a space where you have no choice but to do the work. Why are you recognizing she's speaking to me? This is the perfect time to square your shoulders and decide I'm not going to be forced to heal. I'm going to heal because I recognize somebody is waiting on me. Let us close this episode with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for the grace. And we thank you, Lord, that you have gotten us to this place. We know that our steps are ordered by you. And even in the difficulty that we faced, we recognize that there is absolutely nothing that is too hard for you. Your word reminds us in Romans, the eighth chapter, that all things would work together for the good, for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Father, I lift up the listener who is listening to this episode on this podcast today. No matter where they are, no matter what they face, I thank you that you will place your super on their natural and that you will give them the grace, Lord God, to stand in areas where they never saw themselves standing, to face the fears of their past and their present because you are a very present help in the time of trouble. And I thank you that as they do the work, that you will give them the peace 
that surpasses their understanding. And I thank you for great testimonies coming because they choose you. I come against every evil thought and plan that comes against them. And I thank you that your plan for them will prosper. And I give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And I assure you, your best days are ahead of you. I am so glad that you continue to become a part of the Recovery Room family. There is so much that we've covered and so much more that we will cover. And the most important thing is that you are doing what's best for you. I want you to be sure that you continue to follow us on this journey to wholeness and definitely send an email to info at nefertaripeacemalls.com. Let me know what's on your mind. What kind of areas of trauma are you dealing with and how can I help you to get to the place where you need to be? If you are desiring one-on-one coaching so that you can spend some intimate time dealing with what's most important for you, I'd be happy to be your coach. You can also send an email to info at nefertaripeacemalls.com. I look forward to working with you. In the meantime, be safe, be healed, be whole.